And now for an episode of Knuckleheads in Isolation, Drinking Black Coffee. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Well, I, I say that, you know, I, I'm kind of getting tired of seeing your face every morning. I'll be honest, you know, four, four days a week is a little much. My face. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. tired of seeing my face at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and, and to those listening in uh, or watching, today is Wednesday, April 15th. This would be yeah. tax day. It is no longer tax day. Tax day, I believe it is July 15th now. But today is Trump Bucks Day sure. for me. And uh, so if Art Rayner is watching this, I'm headed to, to Desert Sun to get me a Corvette. Uh, no, you're not because you because they're closed. You have to buy it online. You you can't go to the showroom. That means that that little pop up thing, the little chat thing, that every time I go there, are you still interested in the Corvette that I can actually <laughs> use at this time? Sure, that thing's so annoying. Yeah, do it. Go but if you're it. listening to this on the pod, <laughs> it is probably Monday. So this is no help of you whatsoever to keep track of your days. But Kyle, there's another bald brother on the show today all yes. three of us have a very low maintenance haircut uh during these quarantine times we can just take the razor and take care of it uh take care of business uh, we're not having to deal with all the mullets and all that kind of stuff that other people are rocking right now we just grow our beards and shave our heads and we keep it very simple but we have joe exotic Vivian on the show. Welcome to the show, Joe. How are you doing? Well, thank you, guys. I've never called exotic. Hey, that's, that's the first. I'll make sure Carrie starts calling me that, my wife. Exotic. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing great. I'm, no, I'm noticing, though, when you're talking about that, I've got like a sheen. Do you guys notice that? You do have a sheen. Yes. Yeah. That is a sheen. And I didn't even polish this morning. So that's just that's, yeah, It's just, you woke up with a, it was a good hair day for you. Just a nice just, shimmer just on the bald head. just glow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, use a, I use a chamois as a as a pillowcase. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, so, guys. Joe, you are in the Albuquerque area. A B Q. That's the way that I have to spell it because uh, <laughs> I can't spell it. Uh, like Phoenix, I cannot spell Albuquerque to save my life. Every time I start typing it, I just hope that eventually it pops up at the bottom and I can just click it on the uh, predict a text thing. Uh, but how are things in Albuquerque, man? Things are doing great. Uh, like I was, I was sharing to you guys, it snowed uh, the other day, which was a trip. Um, Monday's snowing real heavy all day. Never stuck to anything but our mountains, because we have the Sandias right to the east of us, and they're just, they look beautiful, all frosted. I couldn't believe it. I mean, halfway through April and we have snow. But it's, everything's going well. Uh, just crazy time inside, though, for most of us. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, Joe, you are the minister to children and families there at yes. Eastern Hills, right? Yes, sir. So, I, I, now, I would imagine that Easter is normally a busy time for you, with, with probably an Easter egg hunt and something along those lines, right? So, exactly. so how, how did, how did uh, Easter 2020 change for, for you and, and your, uh, you know, your, your, your job around this time? It, it really did. It, everything sort of went upside down. Uh, we went round and round of delivering eggs possibly to homes, doing that. We have parents who are saying, please don't. We don't know if those eggs are clean. Uh, the different programs we have, because we have a children's program that we do. We lead up to it. Palm Sunday, there's a music that, that our worship leader for children's ministry leads. And so we have all these, these things that just stop. Yeah. Um, and uh, we shifted gears and I started doing online Bible studies uh, live on Saturday nights. And so started teaching the kids live through Facebook and through YouTube and doing that. And I had 
but everything else just stopped, pal. It was a trip. Um, yeah, there's no other way to put it. It just ceased. And, and even now as we're approaching summer, I, I know here in New Mexico, all the summer camps have been canceled. Mm -hmm. um, we, we were talking before we came on the air, BBS and, and you know, do we, do we push back? Do we kind of just put, put everything on hold right now and say, well, let's, let's still aim for the original dates or whatever. So how, how is, as you're approaching summer, which again is normally a busy time in the life of kids and, and youth ministries, um, what, how is that changing as you're, as, as you're getting a little bit closer? So we've, like you said, yes, yeah, the Super Bowl for, for children and youth ministry this summers between VBS and camps and other activities going on. Uh, everything is sort of on hold. We've already moved our VBS and we scheduled late July. Uh, we shortened it by one day because there's other events already scheduled. There's weddings and other things going on in our church in late July. We've also put into probably if we have to just do a one day celebration on a Saturday, a family VBS. And, and do it just one day in our sanctuary. We just fill the sanctuary, hopefully sometime in the fall when we can come back together. Camps, we don't know. Cal. I mean, that's the one thing is that, you know, right now there are no camps that we can go to because uh, all camps have been canceled and closed. And that goes for most of the different camps all around, uh, facilities throughout the state. So maybe it's a, it's a day camp or a day sports camp or a day activity camp that we do at the end of July also. But we, we've got to be flexible. I think the best thing we can do is we've got to be fluid and, and, and create something, but know that it needs to be changed. Uh, we likened it to a stack of Legos. Now, see, the children's minister is coming out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> play with Legos, and you pour out that whole box of Legos. You can make different things. And half the time you start working on things, if you're familiar with building Legos, you start building a structure, and all of a sudden you look at it, and you think, I don't like that, and you tear it apart and start again. And I think that's where we have to be, is we have to treat everything, at least in children's ministry, like a box of Legos. Um, yeah. And then we just have to tear it down and rebuild. Yeah, a lot of what, what we did kind of the first couple of weeks of this, when we went from the 100 to the 50 to the 10 to the 5, in terms of the, uh, how many people could be in a mass gathering. And of course, at that time, but before Easter, churches were technically exempt, but it you know, obviously wasn't wise to to me, we were following those guidelines, but I was, I was losing sleep. I was getting stressed because it's like, well, what if we do this? What if we do this? Well, what if this happens and all that kind of stuff? And so I finally, I was like, you know, we can't, I, I can't just keep throwing stuff at the wall. I, I just made a whole list. If it's this, we can do this. If it's this, we can do this. And so whatever they gave us, then I knew on my list that was already kind of written out, I didn't have to think anymore. I knew that now we're going to two services or now we're just doing online or now in our case, we're doing uh, drive-in uh, and so forth. And, uh, and so I think that's what a lot of people are going to have to do because we have no idea what's going to happen next week, let alone May, let alone June. And maybe we're, we're wide open again and we can come back together, have a full on VBS, or maybe it, derails and we can't meet more than five people together or something, or, or we do zoom BS or, or <laughs> VB zoom might be better. Uh, <laughs> but you know, so, something on those, those lines for our people. Uh, but one of the reasons that, that I, I asked you to come on is you are a, and, and you might have to correct me if this is not the right title, uh, but you're a marriage and, and family counselor, uh, and, yes. uh, or a coach and, uh, and so yep. we now we now we now have uh, everybody across the country are in the home uh, with their family, kids, you know, their wife, their spouse, uh, 
locked together. I can't really go anywhere. Uh, and, and when we were talking before, I shared it about you know, our vacations growing up, where the first couple of days we loved one another, we had a great time, we're playing games. By the end of the vacation, we were ready to kill one another. And, uh, and so that's sometimes the, the way when, when you never can get away from somebody, a break from somebody like Kyle, um, you know, Monday through fr four, you know, Thursday, I have to be with him at six o'clock in the morning. It's, it drives me nuts. Uh, so I we, we all are, this was your idea. You, you were the one that hatched this. <laughs> so, so we're, plan. we're, we're in that boat right now. Everybody across the country has the same struggle of being with their wife. And, uh, and that came out for us recently. And, and so this was a story I was telling you about that. I didn't want to, uh, kind of give you too much information on just yet, but I'm sitting there. I, I go to bed. It's about eight 30 or nine. I was tired. You know, I get up at two 30 anyway. And at about 10.30, I'm awoken uh, by my wife playing like Facebook videos of different bands or like uh, what, what's the American Idol auditions or whatever. And I just look over. I'm like, are you serious? And I didn't. That was all I said. I was like, are you serious? And then I just went back to sleep. Well, in the morning at 2.30, I'm very proud of this, by the way. I got up. And I just started Chosen Road on my phone right when I got up at 2.30. It was just the first thing on my iTunes that I could start playing. And I just set it on the, 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 the end of the bed while I was getting dressed. And <laughs> Rebecca wakes up. She's like, really? <laughs> so that was, my, uh, that was my breaking point. So I woke her up at 2.30 since she woke me up at 10.30. So uh, Joe, give me Your some maturity counseling. Level. I was gonna say, yeah, there's... there's that's going to be a whole separate, at least a three hour Zoom session. <laughs> it's going to be like two hours and 50 minutes with you and just 10 minutes with Rebecca. Yeah. And, and I'll be hearing you say, I'm sorry for being childish. Uh, <laughs> oh my, but you know what? I, I can't say anything. I'm just as childish. You know, I just, I, I pull Seinfeldisms all the time. So it just, yeah. it's one of those things. Uh, so, so in so this season, I, what, what, what can you share for, for husbands and, and dads, pastors, fathers, all of that kind of stuff that are tuning in, uh, that, that are in the same house, temperature levels are probably getting high, stress levels are high, everything we see on the news, usually bad news, there's a lot of stress, we can't go anywhere. Uh, what, what would you say to encourage uh, couples right now? I would say first and foremost, and it's funny because as we're talking, you guys, and you're looking, I'm looking across into the living room and there's Carrie and Carrie will not go on. That's my wife. And we do the counseling together. Uh, she won't go on the screen because she's ready to work out stuff. And she, I promised her I wouldn't put her on, but we've talked about this. And the key thing is, is keeping a routine. Uh, first and foremost, we had to, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. You, Kyle, you were saying, man, we're up at six o'clock. Well, that's when we normally are. And so we've maintained a routine just like we'd be going to work. Uh, that's, that's the, the was first and foremost. We have to understand our boundaries, understand that Carrie is a teacher, she's an educator, and so she's doing the distance learning and doing you know, distance education. So half the kitchen table is hers, and I'm looking on the other side, we had to buy cubicles, we had to buy things to set it up so this would become our office. And then behind me, you can see my stuff is over here, and I've got, I even went out and purchased my own rolling standing desk because that's how I am at work. And so, so we had to create a routine and, and maintain it. So that was first and foremost, uh, getting up on time, working out, doing whatever we'd normally do if we were leaving the house to go to the building. 
um, maintaining the boundaries. Because there's many times I look across the table and I, I want to talk. I, wanna, I mean, it's my wife. I'm excited. She's not. She's like, I got work to do. <laughs> and so we had to do that. So uh, understanding and keeping a routine, understanding boundaries. Uh, the other thing, too, get out and exercise um, if, if you can. Now, mind you, it's snowing and sometimes it's raining and cold, but get out. There's no restrictions on going out for walks. There's no one saying you have to stay within those doors. I think when you feel your temperature rising and you feel the tension, walk away. Um, go into the backyard. Do something. But instead of engaging, because it's not going to get any better, it's, you're going to end up waking up your spouse at 2.30 in the morning to prove a point. Uh, just, just throwing that out there, buddy. <laughs> so that's one of the key things. And then we can talk more about communication, effective communication, uh, because that's, that's going to be key. It's not what you say, it's how you say it, when you say it, and why you say it. Um, because communication now you are, you're stuck in the same room. Carrie and I have already, we've been married 30 years. Uh, we've got a great marriage. We've already found out some things about each other that we did not know in the last four weeks, but we have communicated. Yeah. And I think, I, I think what you said is important, you know, as these, as these days warm up and we're coming into the end of April, so it's going to happen, right? Hopefully, <laughs> it, it, hopefully it's not still snowing by, you know, May, May 15th or whatever. Um, but for us, like, so, so we bought a, we bought an above ground pool. And so that's been my project now as I'm like prepping the ground and you know getting the sand base ready and getting out in the sun, which, which makes all kinds of difference, <laughs> right. From being cooped up in, in, in my little home office versus, uh, you know, being out in the backyard, um, makes man world of difference. Get, get the vitamin D that'll change your life. man. <laughs> it really does. It just opens it up. It, and, and being a student of your spouse, start watching and learning about things knowing that now that Carrie has to do her Zoom classes, you know, and she's on with her classes and stuff. So her Mondays and Wednesdays are packed. Uh, she's nonstop. And so I understand that too. So how can I serve her and vice versa? I'm doing like I was letting you guys know, I'm doing the online classes now and, and doing the teachings as well as the other administrative duties I have at church. So Carrie's respectful of that, understanding that there's a time when I wanted, when I need to do the filming, that the kitchen table needs to be cleared. So then she moves into the living room without complaining, without, you know, we just, we start understanding each other. Yeah. Um, and it's again, communication. Yeah. Well, Kyle, do you have so, any so other like, well, yeah, I was just gonna say, I feel like com coming out of this, uh, I think we're going to see really two extremes when it comes to marriages. We're going to see a lot of marriages that are just thriving when it comes out of here because you've gotten all this quality time and suddenly, you know, all the, you know, all the hours spent at the office aren't there. Right. So you're, they're able to, I think a lot of spouses are going to be able to reconnect. On the other hand, I think we're going to see a lot of marriages go the exact opposite because, you know, the being together is, I think there's going to hit a breaking point for a lot of marriages through, throughout this, this process. Um, and, and so what, what would your kind of, if you had, if you had one word of encouragement for, for marriages to kind of, <laughs> that are, you know, on the brink of going one way or the other, but what would your one word of encouragement be for that? It, it, I don't know if I have one word um, besides communication it's humility. Um, I think if that's going to be the word humility, understanding that, that it's not about you. It's about how you serve your spouse. Uh, two of the key scriptures that Karen and I always teach in counseling is Genesis 2.15 and 2.18. 2.15 is the role of the husband to cultivate and protect. And, and 2.18 is the role of the, the wife to assist and complete. And you see that in the Hebrew and you study that. And how do you come alongside to do that? And it's humility. Um, 
you're, you're absolutely right, Kyle. Right now we're, we're back to doing counseling, but it's through Zoom or through um, FaceTime. And a lot of our couples who are already on the brink, they're not doing good. Uh, they're hurting uh, because words are being said and they're not being humble enough to seek forgiveness. Or they're, they're looking at forgiveness as being the cure-all. Well, I said I'm sorry, so we're done. And there's no repentance. Hmm. Thus, there's no reconciliation. And it's, it, it's a, a scary place uh, because they, they dig in their heels because they want to be right and their spouse is wrong. And so humility they've got to seek counsel um, as much as they can uh, being we being pastors you know if we have the opportunity and we're already stretched thin let's be honest uh, as pastors as being the shepherds of our flock we're being stretched thin because we're having to do things we never knew we could do or have to do I like your if then statements that you were talking about Matt that if this happens then we do this and I think that's a great picture so seek help, seek counsel, uh, find another couple that's a godly couple that they can, they humbly come to and say, we're struggling. For sure. And, uh, and as we wrap up, just a, a pro tip, since I told you how terrible I was a, a moment ago, I do do what I do do. <laughs> you do. I heard that. That's children's ministry right there. I, that is I never a, not funny. <laughs> I was a children's pastor before too. So, uh, one, one of the things that I've I've done that that has helped us uh, with that is, uh, and and I think it was uh, Draper. Um, uh, yeah, I think it was Draper that that shared what what he does every time he goes to the grocery stores. He buys a bunch of Hallmark cards and just random romance cards, whatever. Just just because cards, he just buys you know several, and then occasionally randomly he'll he'll write one you know love note to his to his wife. And he's still been doing that at like 150 years old now. And uh, and so I took that advice a while back and uh, and and ordered some blank. Uh, cards from Amazon and then have been if she goes down to uh, Walmart or something like that I'll, I'll write one you know hey praying for you as you go hope that you're safe have a great day enjoy this time away that kind of deal and then I put it on the steering wheel or you know something where she'll find it in the car or in the trunk where she you know is going to be putting the groceries or whatever which I found out the last time that what they did at Walmart is you just open the deal and then they, they just shove everything in there. There's no like personal contact. So she never saw it until she got here and started unloading. But anyway, doing that kind of stuff, a little stick it notes where she's going to be, you know, she, she graciously makes my waffle every morning. And so I'll put the little sticky note on the, on the waffle maker occasionally, you know, that I love you thinking about you this morning, that kind of deal. And uh, so, Kyle, that, that's a pro tip out there from somebody that you probably should not get marriage advice from, uh, Matt Hensley. And if you want more marriage advice, uh, call 575. Uh, what's, what's your number, Kyle? 575. Uh, where is it? 575-707. <laughs> as black, isn't it? Hey, good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Matt. Are you hey. worried about catching the Rona from your, from your girls there? I am, and I've decided that I would not be able to wear the mask in public because every time I breathe, it goes up and fogs up my glasses. And so this is a no-go for but, for me. It might could be, though, this, <laughs> look, I could put it up on top of my head, and then when I'm I'm preaching, then I won't Looks get like the sunburn right there. Yeah. Well, yeah, oh, I could be, I could be Jewish on Sunday. <laughs> look, that's, that's awesome. How are you doing today, man? <laughs> hey, it's Thursday. It's and, Thursday. And you know what that means? No more of these, baby. 
Yes, that's right. It means I don't have to get up early tomorrow morning except, to, to do one of these. Except you're coming up here, socially distant. Yeah, it's true. You're going to be in another house yes. riding and all that kind of yes. stuff. And I'm going to be outside throwing pebbles at the window. Come out and no, talk to me, no. Kyle. Yeah. 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 My, my, my 12-year-old son and I are coming up and he's, he's got some writing stuff he wants to work on. And I'm bringing a suitcase full of books and I'm going to try to try to write book number two. Hey, for, Kyle. For me. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Kyle, no one cares. Yes. No one cares. <laughs> no, I'm sure they hey, don't. <laughs> we, brought, we brought Nolan onto the show. Nolan Frederico. Welcome to the show, man. Good morning. Uh, I, you are the church planting pastor of Catalyst Church in Artesia, Artesia, New Mexico. That's 72 miles from us. Uh, I only know that because every time I come through Artesia, it says 72 miles to Mayhill. Otherwise, I wouldn't know that That's right. number. Uh, but uh, And you come up here occasionally, not right now. Uh, but uh, we, we thought we'd bring on a, uh, a church planner because y'all are better than all of these old crotchety <laughs> established pastors uh, that have been coming on here like Bart Barber. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> what's going on, man? How, how are things in Artesia? Man, thank good. Uh, surprisingly, we're we're uh, trucking along, uh, trying to get through this just like everybody else. And uh, kids are home. We, we've become homeschool parents, uh, which is what you are, right, Kyle? Yep. So, uh, how do you do it all the time? Is what we... <laughs> <laughs> my wife handles that. So <laughs> <laughs> but but we we've talked on here before uh, when you know, in our state, when our governor issued like the three week cancellation of schools, we were at a, uh, we were at a play practice. And so there were a bunch of uh, public school kids and then some private school kids and then several homeschool families. And uh, the, the private schools were, were kind of announcing along with the, with the state's guidelines. And so like most of the kids at that practice that night were like getting start, word started trickling in. Oh, we're off for the next three weeks for the next three weeks and you could just see all the homeschool kids like looking at their parents and parents just going nope <laughs> not happening no, nothing nothing's changing in our in our world <laughs> yeah how, how many kids do you have nolan i have three you have three we have a, a yeah 11 year old daughter uh she's, she's she just finished up or is finishing up fifth grade and then eight-year-old son who's finishing up second and then our our youngest uh, is five he'll be six next month and he'll um he could have started kindergarten this year he'll start in the fall so yeah cool to today we're a few days out but this this will you know this will go on our facebook page today and then on on our podcast on uh monday and that will be the first day of me as a dad of a teenager and uh so wow. thoughts and thoughts and prayers towards mayhill uh we will need it i think we already <laughs> need it but uh <laughs> but yeah we we have four and uh and they're right there together like 10 11 12 13 or, or 9 10 11 and 12 right now or whatever it is uh, i don't know how old they are uh but uh but so we we are going through all of the homeschool stuff right now and uh i love that our teachers are are trying and uh, but the problem is, is they're all trying to do a whole lot. And so with one or two kids, that's feasible. And when you've got four, it's like nonstop sure. Zoom, Zoom chats all day long and a bunch of assignments and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and so finally, like I, I just I wrote a message to the principal and I'm like, we can't 
like we can't do it. We're it, it's our, our internet is just going to spontaneously combust anyway. So please, <laughs> for the love of God, let us know what we can do to, to salvage some kind of education material during this time. Like we can't do all the zoom stuff all day long. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, I, I think I heard that's going to be optional for most of your, your classes. I was like, they're we, opt <laughs> we have opted out yeah. officially as of this moment we're done <laughs> so so yeah you you're you're navigating that world as as we are and and i think both of us uh need to send our our wives to give a hug to michelle after all of this is over um because uh i i don't know how they do it it's just all day long man so uh but it's a blessing. We're, we're grateful to be able to have technology still pull that stuff off and, and not lose a whole lot of ground uh, in these months. Sure. But uh, you are also in a town uh, kind of dependent on oil and, and some of that kind of stuff. And so when, when all of this was first starting, I started to think, man, Artesia, I mean, this was just my thought, Artesia is going to struggle. Uh, between the coronavirus and and some of the shutdowns that we're going to have with that, with the oil stuff going on, uh, that I, I I began to pray for you guys, and I know Kyle has, and uh, and so I just wanted to check in and see how things are going in light of coronavirus, oil, all of that, and Artesia. Sure. Well, we appreciate the prayers, uh, and and there are a lot of people in our community that are hurting, that are um, that are having to adjust, that are that are still trying to figure things out. Uh, as a church, uh, I, I thought this would hit us pretty hard. That would, and and the oil kind of started right, right before um, all this happened, and coronavirus just kind of amplified it, and made it even worse as far as just recovery. I mean, it was, it was obviously some of the stuff with OPEC and all that happening that that, that affected that uh, on the front end. But uh, it's definitely been, I think, prolonged and and slowed from from coming back um, as quickly as possible as it may may could have um, by the coronavirus and by just slow down and everything. But uh, so there are people who are, who are, who are anxious, who are, who are hurting it. And I think, you know, there's been several that have lost their jobs. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know of any in our church. Um, you know, I, could, I could be wrong and just have, have missed one, but um, I know there have been some you know, people that I know that are friends with in the community that, that have been affected by that. Um, and uh I mean, I have family members who, who aren't working uh, because of that. They, did, they didn't necessarily get fired. They just haven't been able to work. And uh, my wife, my you know, my wife works for her brother-in-law. He's a he's a surveyor, and so their their business is even because they do a lot of stuff in the oil field. So their business has even slowed down quite a bit. So I think the trickle down effect has affected a lot of people, um, and people in our church, and uh, so people are just you know they're a little anxious. They're a little concerned. They're ready to get back to work. Um, and ready for this to, to hopefully start picking up. Um, financially, I, I, I've been really blown away by our church, just by their faithfulness, by their generosity. Uh, we've actually had two of our, our biggest weeks in a long time, the last the last two weekends, and we're actually, uh, April should be our biggest giving month of the year so far, which is um, just, honestly, I, I was really bracing for us to just have to, um, <clears throat> have to kind of weather this story here and try to, um, try to try to cut cut any spinning weed I wish you know when you're not meeting it that cuts a little bit but uh, just try to, uh, to 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 be con as conservative as possible and, and try to weather the storm but but our people have really blown us away where we're actually going to be able to 
uh, just save a little bit over over these uh, couple months and, and and hopefully be able to bless uh, some others that, that are that are struggling right now. So yeah, no, it's it's definitely hit down here, but we've um, surprisingly our people have been um, responding really well and uh, and they're and they're giving and they're um, uh, I almost see it as a sign of like they're they're putting they're putting their trust in the Lord um, uh, to carry them through and, and I don't know if that's a sign of that or not, but it, it feels that way that they're that they're in the midst of this, like I would expect things to just kind of tank a little bit and, and slow down and, and, uh, checks keep coming in and I'm like, wow. <laughs> and so, uh, it's, it's been pretty amazing just to watch, uh, people remaining faithful and, and, um, and, and, and staying on that, even though I know that some of them are probably struggling. So. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll echo that on our end too, you know, just the, um, I, I think everybody in ministry had those exact same fears. You know, if we're sure. not, if we're not meeting together, if we're not passing the plate, um, I mean, we even, even though we've, we've set up online giving, we've told people that, that it's there. Um, will that actually be used? And, uh, and, and same thing. I've just, I've, I've been blown away uh, because then when all this hit, my, my first concern was, was not for our church because we, we, we had a little bit in reserves and I thought, okay, you know, we can, we can weather this storm. Uh, to an extent. I mean, if we go, if this goes on eight or nine months, I think everybody's going to be having absolutely absolutely different conversations, but but my immediate concern was for church plants and those, those replants that were right there, like on the verge of of shutting their doors already. And uh, so, you know, to to hear from a, to hear from a church plant and and to to hear the way that that the Lord is blessing even through um, this difficult season is, is awesome. Um, Will you like, like all of us, um, are, are learning how to uh, do church online, right? To uh, streaming services and all that. And, and you had a really interesting event happen um, a couple weeks ago, right? As you, as you were, sure. now, now you're pre-recording your sermons, right? <clears throat> yes. We're, okay. we have, we have decent internet up here at the church, but for whatever reason, Sunday morning, uh, it's, I don't know if it, we're in a residential kind of in, we're surrounded by residential, like we're kind of in, we're across the street from an all subs, but then we're right, we're also in the midst of just uh, houses all around us. And so I don't know if it's because everybody's home and, and it's streaming on weekends or uh, what sometimes just poor connectivity and just internet being slow. And so uh, we decide rather than risk that and try to stream that we pre-record and then upload and just have a little more control over that. And so, uh, been doing that. In fact, today's today's that day. We do that on Thursday afternoons. Um, upload. We're we're doing um, we're doing Facebook, and we are we're also doing YouTube for those who um, <clears throat> who may not have Facebook. Well, and and you can watch on Facebook. I think even without an account. But trying to explain that to some people is just a little easier. Just you know, go to YouTube and uh, and and if you have a smart TV or something, you can project it a little bigger. So we've been uploading to both of those, but uh, we don't have fancy camera equipment uh, we, we have been we have been streaming our, our services um on uh, on sunday mornings we've never put a lot of like thought into that i just usually open up my phone and, and sit on a little stand and we go for it and you know hopefully hopefully everybody's in the picture and it looks okay we've never really put a whole lot of just kind of hey this is another option for people to to connect and we haven't spent much time on it and uh, so we didn't really have just you know a ton of equipment and options we had like you know we have a couple of gopros that or like one of my old one and another one was given. And um, so we were kind of looking at different options, like, okay, what would be the best thing? And, and really I have, a, I have a newer phone. And so the camera's actually pretty good on it. <clears throat> so we've been just like, you know, we'll just use my phone. 
we'll set that up. We'll try to get a close shot. <clears throat> Pretty simple, just me and Charlie. So uh, the first week we got on, I was like, oh, I, I think I need to turn on the do not disturb feature in case somebody were to call or text or something that doesn't interrupt. And so went off without a hitch. First week went great. <clears throat> Second week, um, go to record and I do the same thing. I, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to turn on the do not disturb. Um, and my iPad is, I have my iPad, that's where I put my sermon notes at. I have it up on the stage with me. So I get started. I'm about two minutes in. I just kind of finished a little intro. And uh, Dennis Garcia, my buddy, um, you guys are good friends with Dennis as well. <clears throat> and and he's, he's calling to check in. You know, he's, he's doing his job. He's checking, checking up on church planners, checking up on people. He's calling to check in. But I just see his name pop up on my iPad while well, I ignore it. And it doesn't click in my head to think that, hey, that probably popped up on my phone as well. Because uh, I'm like, of course it wouldn't pop up on my phone because I got to do a serve feature on. Um, I preached the rest of the sermon. And that day I actually went a little longer than I have been going. I went for almost 40 <laughs> minutes. And I finish up and uh, I go to, I walk off the stage to go turn the, the phone off and it's already black. Oh, and no. uh, my heart just sank. And it's really a weird feeling because we do two services on, on Sundays anyway. And it's one thing when you go in knowing that you're going to preach two services, but when you, when you think you're going to preach one and you go for it, man, I, I had to like, I had to go home and eat lunch and kind of yeah. collect myself. Cause that I was, that was, I was my a question. Little... Did you, did you immediately do it? Or did you like, okay, I got to like, I went home and I came back and we, we like, and I didn't make Charlie, Charlie had done the worship portion of things. And so I didn't make him come back. I'm like, he said, man, I'm sorry. You know? And I'm like, dude, we'll just splice it in, you know? And it, but we, uh, and, and, I, and I don't know if I'm being true or transparent. I came back when I when I did the second one. I actually told the people, "Hey, this happens." Trying to be honest and, and authentic, I guess. But Charlie's like, "Man, you probably could have just gone away with not saying anything because it, it actually flowed pretty well." Yeah, oh, you got you got you got to throw Dennis under the bus there. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah. And, and again, <laughs> it's a hard time. He's like, "Man, I'm sorry." Um, and then it happened again, actually, on the. Uh, on the we did a good friday communion service and it was all fortunately it was all like a 10 minute thing but um you know when you're going through and you're taking communion and you go through all those things we had gotten a we'd gotten a new little phone stand a little cheap thing on amazon well it had a bluetooth remote with it and uh that was just me for that one because we didn't do any music so Charlie wasn't in there for that so i'd been playing with the bluetooth remote and it was work it was recording every time i pressed it. it was like oh instead of having to go around the camera i'll just press this bluetooth remote and I record and do the same thing. I press the button, go through my whole, you know, 10 minutes. I'm like, all right, got that one done. I go around to the other side, the phone's black. Uh, like, Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> so we've learned a few lessons, airplane mode. Yep. Just take the extra time to press the button and edit that out, you know? Yep. So yep. Um, Charlie started, sorry, go ahead. And no, I was gonna say, I've learned to do that on Sunday mornings because I preach from my iPad too. And so oh, like, yeah. I don't want, I don't want Cowboys updates. I don't want Rangers updates. <laughs> And, and I don't want Matt texting me in the middle of my sermon. <laughs> I, yeah, I would, apparently I do not disturb do if you have your phone. If you have your phone unlocked, do not disturb. We'll still disturb, yes. apparently. So. Yes, it will. No. I, think, I think that's because it still feeds through some of the Wi-Fi. You need to turn the Wi-Fi off, too. Uh, so, so on mine, yeah. I, I shut everything down and uh, Wi-Fi, all of that Bluetooth. And, uh, and it's just a camera, it seems like. Uh, but that's how I learned the stories. I, I, I sent the screenshot of all of the takes uh, that I was having for my little bumper video. That's like, hey, welcome to Mayhill Baptist. You know, I'm Pastor Matt. Da, da, yeah. da. And like they were either corny or like one of the first ones out of the bat was like, Merry e <sighs> Happy Easter. <laughs> and there's even one where I was just so frustrated. I'm like, 
like I'm just flailing my arms around like around the sanctuary or whatever and uh and so I took the screenshot and posted it and was was really encouraged by every pastor it seemed like on sure. my social media was like this is every pastor's phone right now uh so, <laughs> because and, and that's why that, that's why I, that's why I love live streaming right because if you if you mess up like that you just got to roll with it because yeah. I would, I would be the exact same way. And so I'm watching all these outtakes and, and every time I see one, I'm like, I'm so glad I'm live streaming. So that I don't have to like sit there and, you know, just stress over, man, do I need to re-edit that? Do I need to do that again? And um, yeah, just all, all the outtake videos, I'm, I'm enjoying them. I love watching them and laughing at, at everybody, but I'm so glad I'm not having to do that. <laughs> sure. It's always well, to me. The, I, don't, I don't know for you guys, it may be different, but for me, the welcome on these things is the hardest part. Yeah. Like I can, you know, my sermon, I'm ready to go. I, I can just go for it and I can look like, and that's not, that usually don't have too much trouble with that, but getting up there and trying to say, welcome to, uh, hey there <laughs> from your living nice room. See Good you. morning. <laughs> where's everybody, where's everybody from this morning? Right now? <laughs> yeah. It's, that, you know, it's, before like the first couple of weeks were really kind of you know it was novel right it was it was oh look at this you know oh we're never gonna forget these couple of weeks and now this is great i can't wait to now man preaching to a camera is getting old very quickly well and and uh, i've really enjoyed worshiping with my family because i don't get to do that i mean other than chelsea and our oldest daughter avery a lot of times will come into to worship with especially if they're there for for both services but um it has been cool getting to worship with the whole family but i did tell chelsea i'm gonna watch and this guy preach we need, <laughs> we need to get, get, get somebody preacher. else up there. <laughs> yeah. so, well no we're no actually one... doing a go sorry ahead. go ahead uh, i was gonna say no one is we're, we're... Come on. <laughs> wrap up we're, we're doing driving church this weekend so we are going to give that a go nice. yeah nice yeah, yeah as we as we wrap up nolan give us a word of uh of encouragement real quick not not Kyle well, hey, and I. We, we don't need any encouragement. Give the people that <laughs> yeah, are no, listening yes, in. good. For the rest of us who were who were slumming it and trying to figure it out, hey, I would say just uh, I mean just just keep plugging along. I, I think I think it'd be easy now. Um, I, I, I do feel for those who are. I think I, I think of um, I think of like Chuck Martinez, and I don't know if Chuck is watching or not. But man, Charlie and I were talking the other day. We're like, man, can you imagine trying to plant a church in the midst of this? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's different, you know. I'm thankful that, that we're already established and and, and trucking along. But uh, I would say that, um, you know, just uh, I've been encouraging our people. Just uh, use this as an opportunity to grow and learn. Uh, I think I think it's. I mean, there's it's it's inconvenient. It's not fun, but uh, I think that's been the biggest uh, challenge for me that, that I've learned is okay. What am I going to come out on the other side of the uh, where am I going to be in my walk? How am I going to be closer to the Lord? What is he going to taught me that's going to hold value uh, 10 years from now? And I, I think it's cool in the life of our church. We're going to be able to look back and say, hey, remember that little stretch there where, where we weren't able to meet and, and, and God faithfully provide? I, I, think, I think it's going to be part of our testimony. Uh, just like I told you, with, even with the finances that, that the Lord provided in the midst of those things. And uh, I, think God is, I think God is still teaching. I think there's, there's learning opportunities for us. Um, I would say don't try to do too much. I, I'll be honest with you, that's, that's my discouragement. Something, and that's one of the things I feared you guys would ask this morning. Hey, what is your church doing? And there's sometimes I'm like, man, we haven't organized a ton of stuff. Some of our people are just out there doing some really cool things. And, I, and I'm, I'm encouraged by that because they're, they're taking initiative to take care of one another, look after those things. But I think miss, you, can, you can start looking at another church and see that, you know, that's the temptation is that, well, they're doing this. We should be doing this. And the production value. Um, 
like I said, yeah, we're, I, 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 I find solace and rejoice with you guys because you know, we are doing some small things, but I think that um, they're having an impact. You know, people aren't looking for, for a well-produced video and, and, you know, sharp edges and all that stuff. They're looking for, they're looking for authenticity. They, they want to hear the word of God. And, and if we're faithful to do that uh, and, and seek opportunities to learn, I think that, I think that we're going to come out better on the other side of this and, and, uh, and more effective and, and, and hopefully been able to reach more people. I think that's one of the coolest things. And Kyle, you may have said this the other day. I think you may have tweeted it that, uh, you know, on a Sunday like this past Sunday, the gospel may have been presented to more people than ever, perhaps. Yeah. And we, we, yeah. you know, there's not, not a, necessarily a way to measure that, but I think I think it's definitely feasible and possible that that can be the case. So, yeah. I'll send us out. Huh? All right. Well, until next time, uh, all you cool cats and kittens, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. Matt, you can get a tiger with your stimulus package. <laughs> I'm just gonna let there be an awkward pause here. <laughs>